Welcome to Her Fantasy Football, the podcast with three sisters talking all football. Her Fantasy Football can now be heard on our new home blog talk radio that's brought to you by National Gridiron Network. You can also check us out on iTunes or on the web at HerFantasyFootball.com and follow us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. All right, people, we're in week 10 of some fantasy football. Ah, uh, double digits. Double digits. It's like my running backs. It's starting to get real. I must say, this is the time, people, you need to start dropping your first and second round picks that are doing nothing for you. All right? It's week 10. It's done. Dwayne Bowe, you're gone. I'm just saying. (laughs) I mean, I didn't pick him that early. The hostility I didn't pick him up that early, I'm saying. But, you know, he's off my roster. Marquise Colston, sorry. Goodbye. Just a few. Just a few to throw out there. You could have said the same about Andre Johnson, though, Courtney. I can't talk about that. That's true, Ashley. That's true. (laughs) We do this. We do this pick um, for Magic Mike. And uh, no, I'm sorry. That's not right. Is that right? Fantasy football magic man. Magic man. I got I got Courtney excited Courtney always there. says magic Mike. She I just do. can't get that I, strip I, movie out of her head. I do. I do. And <laughs> one go, guy Micah. of the 12 of us that makes picks every week for his wide receiver picked Andre Johnson. Which was crazy. Which was nuts. And then what did he do? Blew up. He blew up. It was he awesome. blew up. So I don't know. I, we say it's crazy, but he must be the smartest man alive. I mean, close to me picking the Jets to beat the Saints. I say it's awesome, and yet I was starting the Colts defense, who got me negative four points. (laughs) So it actually was not awesome. Not good. But I love Andre Johnson. Yeah, so that was nice. Teams on by, people. Get them out of your lineups. We have the Cleveland Browns, Kansas City Chiefs, bye-bye defense, New York Jets, and the New England Patriots. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Ashley. What's up with more money, more problems? You know, Brandon and I decided we're going to combine forces this week and do a little bit of uh, social media and more money, more problems. As the big, big problem this week with Incognito seemed to be blowing up social media as well. So it only seemed logical to combine the two. So we'll kind of start a little bit, though, on a little, well, I don't want to say happier note, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Two coaches went down this week. Um, it's sad that's actually a happier note than this whole situation. <laughs> very. It's, NFL's very depressing well, this week. Well, because they're okay. They are okay, you know, which is good to hear. Because, yeah. you know, John Fox had his surgery this week in Carolina. We wish him well. And for a speedy recovery, we'd like him to come back as soon as possible. And, you know, so we've got Jack Del Rio is, good, is the interim head coach for him. And then we've got... You know, a case which was kind of scary in halftime when Gary Kubiak just kind of like fell to his knees on the on the field, yeah. and turns out he had essentially uh, like a minor stroke, a minor mini stroke, mini stroke. Yeah, so it's it's he has to get take care of essentially. So they're not even sure when he's going to come back. So we've got Phillips mm. is going to be the interim in that case, who I love. So. I love Del Rio too. I mean, I I, I love I'm Del Rio really too. Excited I know, these are, these are two good interns. Yeah, they are. I mean, two former yeah, so. head coaches um, who got fired, and I'm like totally into it. So I, yeah. Del and Rio's got two great hair. Coordinators. Del Rio does have great hair. He does. He does. Has he He's, ever had I, a mustache? 
Mm, he's a guy screaming for a mustache. Yes. Am I right? <laughs> TV couldn't handle that. It'd be like, you know, Selleck all over again. Oh, he's good. He's good. He's I, a little bit dreamy, right? I, I agree. I, I think so. More than Fox, for sure. But, yeah, no, I'm You know what I think is dreamy is Coach Pagano. Are you joking? No, his eyes. He's like a little puppy. <laughs> I thought you were kidding. You're serious. <laughs> I'm Pagano. serious. I'm not on board with that, but... It's kind of dreamy. Um, I find uh, Gruden very attractive, if we're going to get into this conversation. Gruden? And when he get, oh, yeah. And when he gets angry... Oh, my uh, goodness. And, you know, he does the grind, and... You know, his, you know his defensive I grind threw was. Up. I'm sorry. Oh no. No, not like the grind, like Miley Cyrus grind. I mean, <laughs> the Gruden no. twerk. I bet he could twerk. Yeah, <laughs> I bet Gruden could throw down. Oh, but anyways, so his defensive pick was the New York Jets. The Jets. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Courtney mm. was right. Mm. You just can't. You can't root against person. those Jets. Well, I no, told you I it can't. wasn't every other week thing. You guys literally, they won every other week. And Geno Smith has only had double-digit points in the odd weeks. Well, good. I, you know what? I know. They're, they're on bye this week, so it's a loss on their bye. So when they come back, they're going to win. Yeah. That's right. They're going to be over 500 by one. Of course, going to throw everything off. You know. But anyways, yes, our, yeah. our thoughts are with the coaches, um, the ones in surgery and the ones that have to coach this weekend. So, Yeah, you know, it's, it's a rough week for coaches all around. Yes, yes, you know, it is. You know, we've got the incognito stuff that we obviously have to address, but we also have a little drama with the Cleveland Browns where Greg Little is claiming that he was choked. And actually, there's pictures of social media where you can sh- see him being choked. And uh, I just love his, his commentary on it. He's like, I think you draw the line of football and what's right, Little said. If you're a man, you're not going to let a guy spit in your face and you're not going to let a guy choke you. I'd like to say that as a woman, I'm also not going to let a guy spit in my face <laughs> or choke me. So I think we could just say all around, not without a safe word, kids. Right. Oh, yeah. Man. That's right. Not without a safe word. That's um, gender I'm neutral I advice. I didn't see neutral. that. Who, who choked him? Ugh, I can't even say the name. James Ihigbo? Who? What sure. team? Uh, from the Ravens. Oh, this. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Mm. Speaking yeah. of choking. <laughs> Ooh, right. Ravens. Uh, you know. Ouch. Ravens. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> so really, that just kind of leads us to incognito. It's got to be talked about. Ugh, I don't want to because it really makes me depressed because I have children going to school soon, and if it's okay in the NFL, it's probably okay in preschool. Well, and I'm sure everybody this point is... I'm serious. I'm serious. Oh, I'm not joking. Then it's probably okay. These players have kids, you know? You know, I'm just saying. And if they're saying it's okay, which is what I guess the Miami Dolphins are saying. It's, yeah, that's yeah. the weird thing about it is that I'm sure everybody for the most part has kind of heard about this. So essentially, you know, Jonathan Martin, as we had reported, had left the team and nobody really knew why then all this stuff has surfaced incognito's leaving voicemails basically you know calling him a half n-word and then he's gonna slap what slap his mom in the mouth and um, he's gonna kill him and he's gonna poop in his mouth in his mouth we Uh, can say poop 
You can say poop, yeah. I wasn't sure. I'm a, I'm a little higher brow, but he, I actually prefer poop. Yeah. Poop yeah. is true. Poop is poop in mouth. Um, Defecate's like science. There's nothing it is, scientific it is a about what this science. guy was doing. <laughs> no, Defecate. it wasn't. There was no science in this. Well, it's just really, it's, I think what's interesting to me is that what's the difference between this situation and Riley Cooper? I'm not defending any of them. The N-word should never be thrown around, period, ever. There's never an excuse for it. But you've got Riley Cooper saying one thing, and it is, like, all up in arms. And then you've got Incognito saying something, and his teammates are defending him and basically attacking Martin still, even when they hear these voicemails of his teammate using these awful words, saying terrible things to this guy, and they're still defending Incognito. So, to me, I just don't understand where the line is and what makes one okay, one not okay. In my mind, it's never okay. Never. Period. It's never okay. And how the Dolphins actually went about making this guy like a leader on the team is beyond me. When he's had nothing but trouble in his past. Well, yeah. I I think, you know, this is an issue of leadership. And it's an issue of follow through. When a player is upset and there's a problem, someone needs to step up to the plate to find out what's going on. And this wasn't just some guy. He was a second-round pick and a starter. He's not like a guy who should have just fallen through the cracks because, like, you know, no one really knew him or he was new or... No, he was there. It, it makes no sense to me that, the, the, that no one knew anything. They had to have known something. You know, but I think it just speaks to the fact that it's just okay for this to go on in the NFL, which I don't understand. I mean, we all know there's a little bit of hazing. We all remember, you know, when Tebow had his hair cut into the um, the bishop or whatever they called it back in the day. You know, that is different. And having him carry someone's, you know, shoulder pads is totally different than leaving voicemails like this. Or how about the fact that he didn't want to go on a week trip to Vegas with the rest of the offensive linemen because he didn't want to get harassed all week. So Incognito made him pay him $15,000 to not show up. I mean, that's messed up. That's messed up. I'm sorry. I don't know. You know, and the thing is, is that he's not a rookie anymore. It's his second year and he needs, they need to like move on. And my thing is, is you're right. It's like, Everyone's saying, oh, he should have just he should have just hit him. He should have just fought back physically. And I think that's just really, really messed up. Like that's that's not the answer. You know, well, I get it. Like yeah. it when you have pads on, if you're on the field and you want to like take him, you know, pull his legs out from underneath him, fine. I get that. But like to t- say just hit him in the locker room, just fight back, it's like, come on. Well, and as someone who was bullied. Oftentimes, the reason why you're bullied is because you're not necessarily someone who would punch someone in the face. So let me tell you, if you miss, you're going to get your rear end kicked. I mean, you're going to be yeah. embarrassed. It's going to get worse. It, it, you know, so there's a big chance of failure. And on top of that, this guy was a team leader. And you don't want to mess with one of those people because your job is in jeopardy then. Absolutely. And it's the same reason why It was why a lose-lose for Martin. Yeah. A total lose-lose. I mean, there was nothing that he could really do. And again, to me, this is why was Incognito in a position of power? Why was Incognito a leader on the team when he's notoriously known as a dirtbag and is one of 
the dirtiest players in the league. I mean, there's no excuse for these kind of guys in a position of power. You know, and it's too little too late at this point. And, and again, shame on the teammates that they're defending Incognito with what he has said in the treatment that he's done. I understand some things like the shoulder pads happen, but this is not acceptable. You know, well, and what are you telling legal. kids? It's also this not legal. Okay? I don't care what the traditions are in the NFL. You legally cannot yeah. do that in the workplace. Yeah, no, okay. not <laughs> even remotely legal. Sorry. <laughs> like... Well, and it's just a huge problem, you know, in the United States and I'm sure, you know, other places too with, with social media that just adds to it. And, you know, like, I'm not saying that these men, majority of these men should be role models anyways, but if you're out there like you are, you need to like hold yourself to slightly higher standard. I mean, at least not making death threats and calling people by derogatory words, you know, I mean, let's come on. As a country, we need to set a standard. Well, and here's the fantasy implications of that. Um, Miami just lost two of their starting offensive linemen. Now, I don't care. I care about this guy getting okay and maybe even incognito. You know, you find out about these bullies. They were bullied. They were abused or whatever. Who knows what his background is? So I'm not even going to condemn him. But uh, that is the reality of what happened. And, uh, you know that's something that you need to take into consideration. And I I guess, you know, we don't want to bum everybody out. So. Well, we're going into the Redskins Vikings game. That's going to be a bumming situation. Don't you think? Well, I think that Ashley has one more funny thing to say slash terrifying. No. Oh yes, I do. Well, (laughs) I mean, that kind of turns into social media, Brandon, because you know, our boy, Lost another bet. Yeah, Richie Rich lost another bet. He had to wear a Carolina Panthers jersey and do the Cam Newton Superman thing. And speaking of bets, who else lost a bet, Ashley? Um, for a second, I thought you meant me. It's like, I didn't lose a bet. Uh, Ashley's really slow on the uptake tonight. We're just going <laughs> to... Again, I'm not drinking tonight, and this is the problem. But this is no. the problem. So, What's interesting, so he lost, you know, Richie lost his bet. And again, I want to say, Richie, why are you taking these bets? Stop taking bets. Stop taking these ridiculous bets. Although we find entertaining. No, please keep taking them. No, yes, I'm enjoying it. But don't take this bet because there was a couple that made a bet on the Green Bay Packers Chicago Bears game. And the loser (laughs) would get tased. Well, the wife lost. And apparently she didn't really think that her husband would go through with it. But they left the bar that they were in, went out back to go smoke. He pulled out the taser. Again, I want to know, why do you just have a taser randomly on you? First of all. But secondly, and then she got to tase her twice. So he chose to, sorry, he got to tase her twice. And he chose to tase her in the bottom, in the tush, one on each cheek, which she was filming with her phone, I might add. (laughs) Why do people do this? I don't know. I'm almost a little impressed that she's able to get tet, you know, tased and still maintain video of of it all like i'm actually it hurts i've never been tased i don't want to uh, be tased but that's a recipe hurt. for a broken screen but then <laughs> he tased her i guess a third time which was not part of their agreement over the line over the line <laughs> on the thigh and that was fine. when she drew the line like you can't tase me three times uh twice okay three oh absolutely not so, of course, that was Too making much. all sorts of headlines about this couple that's tasing each other on bets. So, 
I just really wanted to mention it because Richie, don't take that bet. Don't Please take don't that bet. Please don't take We like and you. And definitely draw the line at maybe one. So if they do do two, it's not as bad as three. Right. And you know what? Richie and Erica actually showed up at my show this weekend. I had a play that opened last weekend. And it was nice because I got to meet actually Erica. So they're like mega fans. Nice. Thanks, nice. Erica and Richie. Nice work, guys. Shout out. Wonderful. All right. Well, Maybe back we into some fantasy football here, people. Boom! We got Thursday night, Washington Redskins at Minnesota Vikings. The Redskins. All right, play them if you got them. Alfred Morris. We have him ranked number seven. He had hot. a great game last week against San Diego. Bam, he is hot. 121 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but Minnesota gives up the fourth most fantasy points to running backs. So he's going to have a great week. I'm, I'm loving it. And do not jump on the boat with this Daryl Young guy just because he had three touchdowns. All right? I did it with Halu. It's a mistake. Don't do it. <laughs> All right? I, I did it with Halu, too. Big yeah. mistake. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't get Halu'd, okay? Stay it's away. Shanahan. He's such a jerk. He is a jerk. He is a jerk. He hates fantasy football. <laughs> he does. Him and, he hates everybody. Him and Rex Ryan, you know? You never, you never know what's going to go on in a Jets game. All right, Pierre Garçon. We have him ranked number nine. He had 17 points, 17.2 points last week without a touchdown. Hello. I love him. What a stud. Yeah, we love him. He's, he's just a machine. You know, he might not like his quarterback throwing, but his throws, but he's proven that he can catch almost anything. So love him. Must start. Jordan Reed. I know you're upset about last week. I get it. I understand. But Minnesota should be a much better matchup. Hopefully, RJ3 will use him throughout the game and not the first few plays. So don't worry. Mm-hmm. He's, he'll get the ball more, not just for 18 yards. Well, he had 18 yards rushing, excuse me, which was a surprise. I liked that. Uh, but Minnesota gives up the fifth most fantasy points to tight ends. So he should be great. RG3 is a gut call. We have him ranked number 10. I think that's too high. I really dislike RG3 right now. <laughs> no, there's just so many backups in. Oh, I know. I just wanted to bet. I know, there is. And that's I the only reason why play he's backups 10. over RG3. He's so, yeah. like, oh, up and down, up and down. 291 yards, no touchdowns, and one interception. Ugh, 11.34. Ashley, I want to take this moment and congratulate you. For not playing him and playing the right quarterback this week. I'm so yeah. proud. Mm. Yeah, he didn't do that great either, though. No, he didn't. But he did better no. than RG3. And that's <laughs> all that matters, Seven Ashley. Points. Yeah. That's all that matters. And bench everybody else for the Washington Redskins. They're having a rough week or rough year. So. But they are playing the Vikings. So things are looking up. <laughs> Brand yeah. doesn't want to hear that, but it's true. So, you know, as far as who you're going to start, Adrian Peterson, obviously, you know, per usual, AP had a nice week with 23 points at 140 yards rushing and one touchdown that made him the third highest scoring running back this week. He's be going up against the third worst rush attack. So expect a huge week from AP. As far as my gut calls, I felt weird putting Christian Ponder down as a gut call and not on the bench because I feel like he's just a permanent bench player for me. But I mean, he has been named the starter against the Redskins and he hadn't looked terrible per se. And the upside is he tends to run the ball into the end zone himself quite a bit. So He does. He does. You know, who knew? He's just, like, taking off on the feet all the time. But, and you know, Washington's defense is pretty terrible, So particularly against opposing quarterbacks. So 
You have to be really struggling in your quarterback position with the bye weeks, but if you are going to ever play him, this would be the week. So I'm still not suggesting that you do that, but if you are <laughs> ever going to, this is the week. Bench, you're still benching all of the Vikings wide receivers. You know, you're thinking, ponder or the ball to somebody. No, he doesn't. He's just going to run into the end zone himself, first of all. <laughs> Secondly, you know, well, Jennings is the highest scoring Vikings receiver. He only got five points, and five points is not starting worthy. So bench them all and enjoy watching AP run the ball. I'm going with the Redskins, kids. Nice. I'm going the Vikings. I, Redskins just like, I don't know. I don't know. They're both bad, but I'm going with the Vikings. Yeah, I'm going with the Vikings, too, because I am legitimately insane. But you always pick the Vikings. I do always pick the Vikings. I want them to win. I like them. <laughs> but we need to tell our viewers who will win, not who we want to win. Well, Why I'm not? going to It's not it fantasy. It's existence. not fantasy worthy. This is, this is about who we want to win as well. It's going to be the Vikings, Ashley. Sorry, you lose. Seattle Seahawks, Atlanta <laughs> Falcons. <laughs> you lose. You lose. Uh, Seahawks. Such an overrated team. But let's let's get to the actual players. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch, guys, you're starting him. You know, he had a bounce back week with 13 points. No, it wasn't 20-some points, but you still can't be upset with double digits. You know, and the Falcons have a middle-of-the-pack rush attack, so expect the same numbers um, this week for the most part. Well, thank God they went into overtime. <laughs> He had yeah. nine points going into overtime, so anyways. It was, yeah, not, not a great week for him, but he's bouncing back. Russell Wilson. It was a tough win against the Bucks, but Russell Wilson and the Seahawks pulled it out. So, you know, Russell was sacked a ton and threw two interceptions, but he also threw two touchdowns and had 217 yards, you know, so he got you 21 points. That was the seventh highest QB score of the week, and he has now moved his way into the ninth highest scoring QB for the season. With Aaron Rodgers injured, guys, this bumps Wilson up into a starting quarterback realm. Congrats. Did he just get promoted? He got promoted. He got promoted. Mm. Dude, he should get cake in the, in the break room. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should buy him a new sweater, Brandon. Mm. I don't know uh, if he's back We should all stop by his house. We should yeah. all stop by his house, yes. <laughs> yeah. With a congratulations, Kate. Uh-huh. Right, Kate. That won't make the news at all. <laughs> his wife will uh, love it. <laughs> Seattle defense guys are also playing them. So, you know, they really let you down last week, but they are still one of the best defenses in the league, and they are playing against the Falcons, who haven't exactly been an offensive powerhouse this year. So you're playing them. Gut calls aren't really having any gut calls. You pretty much know who you're playing. You pretty much know who you're benching at this point. So as far as who you are benching, Doug Baldwin and Jermaine Curse. So here's my deal with them. Don't look at Baldwin last week and think it will happen again this week. He might have a decent week as the Falcons have a pretty poor secondary, but he only averages 5.9 points. And the two weeks prior to last week's game, he only scored one point in both of those weeks. Same goes for Curse. He hasn't had the best week till last week either, and he only averages 3.2 points. You have better options, and you know it. Let's talk about what the Atlanta Falcons. What if I have to play Doug Baldwin? You don't have to play Doug Baldwin. I think I may have to play Doug Baldwin. <laughs> Is he in your lineup? Oh, no. I, I may have just put him in the family league lineup. I'd play Baldwin over Curse. It's just getting ugly out there. His injuries are just terrible. It really is. Talk about ugly. Tony Gonzalez. I'm bitter. I am 
bitter with Mr. Gonzalez, but I guess mm. it took being demoted to the fantasy bench to actually play well. Mm. Yes. And I love that I mentioned, I was like, I'm okay with him being on my bench. And then I got a response back that was like, it's only truly okay if the guy that you put in for him scored more points. So I wanted to be like, don't rain on my parade, buddy. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm trying to be okay with the fact that Tony blew up on my bench after a whole season of disappointment. <laughs> Ashley's the only person who gets people on Twitter that talk back at her. I do. <laughs> Everyone's always so me nice to me on okay. Twitter, but Ashley said something benign, and people are like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of fun because I mean, I, you know, banter is fun. It is, sure. yeah. But you know, with Tony, <laughs> uh, again, bitter. But the CX are the twelfth toughest defense against opposing tight ends. But Matt Ryan seemed to find a groove with Gonzalez, so hopefully there's still a bromance there. So he's probably a good play. Gut call, Steven Jackson. We don't know uh. who you have for your running backs, but we would like to imagine you have someone better mm-hmm. or should we say more reliable than Steven Jackson. He appears to be healthy and did have 13 carries last week for 57 yards, but you should expect more than that out of your running backs. And Carolina is a tough defense for sure, So, but so is Seattle. So that doesn't look great for him. Mm-mm. No. Harry Douglas, he probably should be in the must-start. Is he, you know, was the 22nd highest scoring wide receiver last week. And you more than likely don't have two of the top 20 wide receivers. But if you do, then that's, you know, then this is questionable for Douglas. He will be up against the Seahawks, who have given up the third fewest points to opposing wide receivers, which doesn't bode well with the struggling Falcons team. So, but again, in this case, he probably needs to be a starter because you probably don't have a whole lot of other options. Bench, Matt Ryan, you're on it. You are on my bench, buddy. He had a terrible week last week. Scored oh. only six points. Six points, one touchdown, and three interceptions. He'll be going up against the second toughest defense to opposing quarterbacks. So this week probably won't be much better for uh, Matty Ice there. I don't know, guys. I'm going to go with the Seahawks, but I don't feel good about it. Yeah, I'm going to Seattle. I mean, they're totally overrated. I mean, can we talk about that? Totally They're really overrated. overrated. I'm sorry. Let's just be honest. And I don't think they're bad, and they, they find ways to win games. But I feel like I'd like to just see a New England-Seattle showdown just so that I can know who is less fake. Oh. <laughs> I'd love that game. Um, well, I think they're overrated, and that's why I'm going with the Atlanta Falcons to be the upset of the week. Ooh. With none like of it. their players? Absolutely. You know I what? I like it. Yeah, I like them. <laughs> Players like are overrated. Them. Players are overrated. <laughs> they got Tony and Gonzalez. That's all they need. I, you know, they they have a tough defense, but they've given up quite a bit few points to really bad yeah. teams. So yeah, they're not as good you as know, people think. And I don't know if anybody knows this, but Atlanta falls into the category of really bad teams this year. So, hey, <laughs> if anybody's going to beat them, I think it's going to be the Falcons. And I'm saying, I'm saying Harry Douglas might have a good week. He might. That's why I say it's a possibility. It's just... I don't know how I feel about Steven Jackson, but I think Harry Douglas might have a good week. So I'm throwing that out there. I'm going all in with Atlanta. We got the Detroit Lions at the Chicago Bears. Listen, I'm going to make this short and brief. There's three people that you must start every week for the Detroit Lions. It's Matthew Stafford, Calvin Johnson, and Reggie Bush. We have them ranked number three quarterback, number one wide receiver, and number five running back. This is, this is legit, people. You're going to play them, okay? Detroit scored 40 points last time they played them in week four. 
it's it's happening. Somebody's got to score. Somebody's going to get those touchdowns, and I'm guessing it's going to be Calvin and Reggie and one touchdown to a tight end, and only God knows which tight end it's going to be. So we're playing all three of those guys. Yeah. Bush put up 23.3 points last time he played Chicago, and Megatron had 36.9 points the last week before bye. They're all coming off a bye. I love them all. You're playing them all. And on that note, David Akers, hey, boy, I ranked you high this week. We got your number four. Chicago gives it the fifth most fantasy points to the kickers. And again. I'm sorry. What, Courtney? Hey, Akers. Hey, Akers. You're in. You're in my top five, my friends. I love you. He's only owned by 36% of leagues. This is one of those you pick up for the week. And I think Akers is the pickup of the week for you. Just saying. Like it. No got like calls. Here. No got calls. You know, but for benches, I mean, again, I like both tight ends. I just don't know which one's going to score and which one's going to blank it out. Um, Joyke Bell, I I think he has a really good matchup going against Chicago. He might be a good start if you're if uh, you're in a deep league or um, there's no one really to pick up for you. But I think Reggie's going to get the majority of the points. But Joyke might still get ten points, so that's not bad. Not bad at all. Joyke. Just love the name. Yeah, it's good. Um, may I or may I not call this the sloppy fantasy orgy of the week? Fantasy orgy. Sloppy, huh? It's sloppy. It's like kind of gross. Were any orgies not sloppy? Oh, I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't want to be part of that orgy. It doesn't sound fun. <laughs> <laughs> This is an extremely clean orgy. Um, yes. I want to know how many of our listeners go to Costco and think of us when they walk in the front doors. I'm just saying. I'm telling you, if you have Matt Forte or Brandon Marshall, I hope you stocked up in your paper towels because you are cleaning (laughs) up your joy every week. Gross. You know what I'm talking about. Number one ranked running back this week, Matt Forte. I am sorry. Lady lesson learned. Matt Forte and Brandon Marshall are backup and matchup proof. Just trust the people who have earned it. Unbelievable. If you saw the game, you're into Forte. He was every woman. You know, like, I just wanted to sing Whitney and just be like, oh. Discuss Trustman and, like, going on fourth down with Forte with, like, not great field position. I mean, that right there is confidence in Forte, and he gets it done. And there's a reason why he was confident I loved, to do I that. I loved all of the play calling Monday night from both yeah. Green Bay and Chicago. I thought the the play calling was great. Yeah, and I thought Green Bay did it as well as they could. It was such a terrible thing that happened. I mean, we'll get Absolutely. to that. But I think Trustman's just great. And uh, on that note, you know, Brandon Marshall, number five ranked wide receiver. <laughs> He's averaging 12.84 fantasy points per game, but he has a very high. Uh, what do you call it? Floor. So he's the way to go, always. Um, yeah, you know what? Alshon Jeffrey. Also, play him. Yeah, I played him. <laughs> I liked him. Detroit gives up the fourth most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers, and he's averaging 11.38 points per game. So, yeah, why not? Uh, Martellus Bennett, you probably have to play him he's in the gut calls because he didn't have a great week last week but he did get tackled at the one line one yard line which in my opinion should have been a touchdown last week so he would have had more points so apologies that was a big bummer um but he's definitely someone to keep in mind and i i think that um 
he's a gut call. If Cutler plays, he's going to be probably better off, which gets us to our bench warmers. Jay Cutler. So supposedly he was supposed to be out four weeks, but he had a groin injury, but supposedly it's, it's healing well. So he's going to try to get back next week. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. And frankly, McCowan was great. I mean, he's not Cutler, but you know, at the same time, he doesn't have the turnovers that Cutler gives, but anyway, all I'm saying is it's a little too risky because you don't want to have an Arian Foster situation where Jay Cutler goes in, he feels his groin is not working out and he comes out right away. So we ranked yeah. him 17. We would have ranked him a lot higher. He may be a top 10 guy next week, but it's a big chance. So just putting it out there. And then don't start Chicago defense against Detroit people. Just don't do it. And uh, for that, you know what? I'm going to pick Detroit. I really like the Lions this year. Absolutely. I love them. Detroit all the way. Yeah, this was a little tougher for me than just being like Detroit. Because, you know, McCown looked good. And you got Fort really Marshall. Good. You know, it's, I mean, with sloppy orgies, you don't know what's going to happen. No. I, I'm gonna I would go, believe I'm going to go Lions. I'm going to go Lions. But I wouldn't be surprised if Chicago won. All right, guys. Here we go. Philadelphia Eagles at the Green Bay Packers. I don't think anybody saw the performance coming last week from Nick Foles. <laughs> um, a perfect quarterback rating and seven touchdowns. That's insane. I, I did. I'm psychic. Yeah, I mean, you will kidding. probably never hear about Foles in the Hall of Fame, but what you care about this week is this week in this season. I mean, technically, that's the best performance of a quarterback of all time, and I just I can't wrap my head around that. I can't do it. But Me neither. It's Foles. One-time wonder, maybe? I don't know. I don't but, you know. know. He's going to be up against a team that gives up quite a few points to opposing quarterbacks, so I'm going to say expect another big week from him. Not 45 points big, obviously, but I'd say comfortably in the 20s comfortably in the 20s and that's what i'm predicting the sean mccoy we have him right number three you know it wasn't his biggest week for mccoy with 13 points but you know he still isn't anything to be upset about and keep in mind that Foles was like throwing for his life which didn't leave many opportunities on the ground for mccoy this week should be a little more even between the air and the ground so i think it's gonna be a lot better week for mccoy riley cooper wow him and uh Foles have a nice little chemistry going there i mean he seems to be very comfortable with yeah. him Cooper always has a decent game when Foles is in. Cooper caught three touchdowns and 139 yards. You know, and this guy is owned in less than 10% of leagues. So get active on the waiver wire, people, and look at Riley Cooper. Pick him up. Pick him up. Deshaun <laughs> Jackson. You know, we said it before. You don't bench Deshaun Jackson, period. He had 150 yards and one touchdown last week, scoring 21 points, making him the sixth highest scoring wide receiver last week. And four of Jackson's five touchdowns have been when Foles has been in, in behind center. So Jackson is up against a mediocre defense against wide receivers. And him and Foles have a good little pairing as well. So expect him to have another big week. Gut calls, Brent Selleck. Brent Selleck is Brent Selleck, which means he is always a gut call. Always. Yeah. With that said, he and Foles have a decent rapport. And he's going up against a team that has given up the eighth most fantasy points to opposing tight ends. Bench warmers. Eagles defense, they still uh. leave little to be desired, and Eddie Lacy is a beast. You shouldn't play these guys at all. Leave your roster spot open. You'd probably be a better idea than putting these guys in. Trust me. I wish I didn't play the Colts last week. <laughs> Green Bay Packers. Like we were just saying, Eddie Lacy, goodness gracious, did that kid play well. 
He had 22 carries for 150 yards and a touchdown to wrap up the night. He should benefit by seeing the ball even more with Seneca Wallace in instead of Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, Lacey's been good all season, and that's not going to change, you know, depending on who his quarterback is. Do you remember in the preseason when there were rumors that he was fat? Lacey? Yeah, remember there were those, like, unflattering pictures of yeah. him? Yeah, like, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> they were taken from below, and I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying whatever, but... I thought that was wow. crazy. And actually, I think one of the announcers was like, yeah, that guy doesn't look fat to me. Well, he's running all <laughs> over the place. So uh, <laughs> uh, maybe it was Giselle who said it. Probably. I think it was just to drop his value in the fantasy draft. Yeah. So that's that what, that's people in was. dynasty leagues could just thank their lucky stars. They got him in like round five. That's right. Jerks. It's crazy. Gut calls, guys. James Starks. Similar what we were saying about Lacey, he's also going to benefit from Rodgers' absence. The Packers will be pounding the ground this week, so keep him in mind for a flex position. Jordy Nelson, his stock has declined greatly with Rodgers being out. Oh, so, so sad. It is sad, right? I, I mean, it's really him. sad. But, I mean, Wallace was only able to muster up 114 yards, and that isn't going to benefit your boy Jordy very much. So you, uh, you got to really think hard on that one. I'm saying Aaron, bench him. Right, I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't even think I, he should be in a gut call this week. Make, make Wallace prove that he can th- throw the ball, I mean, and I think he will. I think he will. Th- I think he will prove it. You know, in a couple of weeks, it sounds like Rogers gonna be out for a while. But yeah, I mean, in case you didn't hear, Rogers did get injured and will not be playing this week. Initial results found a you know small fracture in his collarbone, but he will be undergoing more testing this week to find out you know how long it's gonna be. But right now, it could be up to three weeks. So. Well, I heard it's four weeks, probably. That's what they're hoping for. It's four weeks, most likely six weeks. Sorry, Roger Honors. That is rough. And I do not suggest handcuffing with Seneca Walters. (laughs) 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 So good. We are not suggesting that. No. You know, I mean, he only scored you two points last week. Two. And he played essentially the entire game. I mean, Rogers went out in the first quarter. We have to talk about when Rodgers came out at halftime and how everybody was cheering for him and how it was very emotional. Rodgers spoke after it, and he got choked up talking about his fans. It was very cute. Just wanted to say that. He was cute, and I'd still like to marry him. (laughs) Collar injury and all. Who are we picking, ladies? I'm going Eagles. I'll go Eagles. Oh, we're all in on the Eagles. Sorry, Wallace. Maybe more faith next week. Oh, I got a lot of faith in the Jackson Jaguars. Yeah, you do, 0-8. Just kidding. At Tennessee Titans. All right, all right. Play him if you got him. Maurice Jones-Drew. We have him ranked at 26. I hope he's not your first running back, but he's an okay (laughs) second running back. You know, I'm okay with that, you know. Um, So we're going to play him. You know, Tennessee gives up the eighth most fantasy points to running back. So hopefully that'll make a hole for him somewhere to make a move. Um, So we're okay with him. He's on the bench this week, which is exciting. It's very convincing. We're, we're okay with we're him. We're okay with him. Um, By the way, also Jacksonville announced that Denard Robinson is his new backup, which I found really weird. Like, why do you even have to announce that? Do you think they're thinking about trying him out? Maybe. 
Maybe, but you know what? They said that maybe they're playing the head games they played with Chris Johnson because they said the same thing about Chris Johnson, that his backup was going to get so many more touches. And, and he did. But it but helped look, Chris Johnson. But it helped Chris Johnson. He blew yeah. up. So I'm just saying, maybe this is a whole, like, mental game going on. Um, gut calls. Cecil Shorts, the third, and Mike Brown. I love you keep adding the third in, which is technically his name. But nobody calls it, but I love it because you love things being I, proper. Yeah, that's right. If, if they're going to give it to him, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to represent that. I'm going to say it out yeah, loud. Yeah, if, if we do RG3, we can do Cecil Shorts 3. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tennessee gives up the fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. Okay. This is why they're in gut calls. Um, I just, I don't love this matchup. Now, I think everyone's heard, but I will tell you again Justin Blackman has been suspended for the rest of the year due to substance abuse. My thoughts are with you, man. I hope you get through rehab. I hope you get clean. Alcohol's messed up. Is that what it is? It's alcohol? Yeah, sure. I think it's I think it's I think alcohol. It was drugs, I thought. Oh, I heard it was he had alcohol abuse. I don't know. You Either can't way, drink when you're something. in the NFL? Well, he kept coming to he ca- I think he came to practice and stuff drunk. Or really hung over where alcohol was still. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know the details. I'm not going to, like, make oh. things up. I, I heard he was entering rehab for alcohol abuse is what I had heard. Uh, maybe he got, yeah, maybe he smokes pot, too. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he shoots up. Who knows? But the man's out for the rest of the year. This is going to hurt, I feel like, Cecil Shorts the third and Mike Brown because Blackman really opened it up for them. So this is going to be a tough week. Um for the Jaguars as if this whole season hasn't been tough already. Anyways, the Titans. Titans, Chris Johnson. Hey. Boom, boom, boom. Blown wow. up on my bench. Man, <laughs> you know, I'm so bad. <laughs> Blown up on my bench. Why don't you listen to me when I talk to you, Ashley? It was a tough call between him and uh, DeMarco Murray. Was it? It was a tough call. I, yeah. And well, it was an even tougher pill to swallow seeing uh, Chris Johnson right. blowing up. So he had 29 fantasy points. He rushed for 150 yards, two touchdowns, caught three passes for 20 yards. Uh, yeah. And you know what? Three out of the past four weeks, he scored his owners over 14 fantasy points. So, okay. That's a starter. Hello. Okay. That's right. Uh, yeah, I mean, what a huge turnaround from his like four points, five points. Well, four, my husband asked me today. He's six. like, "Are you going to start Chris Chris Johnson?" And I was like, "Heck yeah, I'm going to start Chris Johnson." I mean, my ex- expectations for him usually is if you give me six points, I'm content. You know, and he's been blowing up the last few weeks. I'm like, I'm not benching him now. Or he'll make you four times that. Right. I mean, yeah. I, you know, listen, you play him right now, but yeah, I mean, am I nervous? Sure. Do I think this is for real? Uh, maybe. Every week's nerve wracking with Chris. But yeah, you could get a five point week and yeah, just putting it out there. Uh, but gut calls, Sean Green. So we were just saying that is that, you know, listen, the coach came out and said he was going to get work and he did. You know, he got uh, 38 yards rushing and a touchdown. He caught a ball for an impressive 28 yards on one catch. That's kind of fun. So, you know, he's kind of in a flex territory. 
I think they actually want to use him, and I think it's opening up Chris Johnson, and they won the game. Hey. I, I mean, I, I like and it. that's what real football's about. So I think this could be real. Just putting it out there. Also got called Jake Locker. He wasn't super impressive last week, but he did get a five-yard rushing touchdown. And uh, this week he goes up against the Jaguars, and everybody scores on the Jaguars. So I think he's a possible good play this week. Uh, he has some skills. And the one guy he throws to probably the most is Kendall Wright. Man, I don't know. Still, he's wide receiver two or three territory. Um, last week, they just couldn't get the passing game going at all, so I wouldn't look at that. But he is the number one target, so it is what it is. And by the way, people have been asking about Nate Washington. You know, he zeroed out last week, and he played. So it's hard for me to tell you to start him because I like you. So uh, also bench warmers, De- Delaney Walker. Last week, he caught two passes for 13 yards. That's pretty standard. So get him out of your team. (laughs) I don't understand. But that said, Tennessee's pretty good. And also, sneaky defense play. Sorry, I didn't mention that, you guys. They're a must play. I thought that was a given because they're playing Jacksonville. But also, Tennessee's really great, but it's against the Jags. You play them. So, um, and for that, I picked Tennessee. I like it. I picked Tennessee as well. Go Titans. I'm good. Titans, and I'm going to play Chris Johnson. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. All right. We've got St. Louis Rams and Indianapolis Colts. St. Louis Rams. Zach Stacy, we love you. Come here. Come here. Oh, love. You're great. Oh, my goodness. And if you saw it, he was so good. He was just so good. It was like watching Eddie Lacy and Matt Forte on Monday Night Football. You know, you were like, wow, this guy's on fire. 127 yards rushing, two touchdowns. He caught six passes for 51 yards, PPR people. Um, But that means that I am happy to report that the St. Louis Rams have officially gotten a rushing touchdown. In fact, they liked it so much, they did it twice in one game. Fabulous. Yeah. Tasted good. Real deal. I hope you picked him up when we told you to, because he's gone. He is gone. Uh, Jared Cook, in the gut calls. You know, listen, you have to play fantasy football in the way that you have to watch teams change. And now that they have Kellen Clemens as their quarterback, he really likes Jared Cook. Now, he's not having fabulous numbers. I mean, he had, you know, three passes for 36 yards, one touchdown. But listen, that's pretty decent tight end numbers, and they look for him all the time. The bad news is that Kellen Clemens isn't all that great, <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, something to think about. Bench warmers, listen, I'm on a mission, people. 44, okay, Tavon Austin is 44% owned on Yahoo.com. 44%. Who are you people? You are the same 4% of people that approve of Congress, aren't you? <laughs> I know, and I can't help you because you're crazy. Why do you have this guy? And you don't know the last time he scored more than five points? September 22nd. Wow. Last week, he only rushed, didn't catch a ball. He only rushed for six yards. Stop it. You can do better. Just stop. Colts, Andrew Luck. If you watch this game, then you know how stressful it was. Because I was starting luck, and I was stressed. (laughs) He had virtually no points for the second half. 
and then ended with three touchdowns, 271 yards. So, I mean, you know, his 24 points was the sixth highest quarterback score for the week, and you should expect him to do about the same against the Rams next week. So, play Andrew Luck. We have him ranked number seven. T.Y. Hilton. This was bittersweet because I was playing against T.Y. Hilton, so <laughs> I was not thrilled. But, I mean, he was the recipient of all three of Luck's touchdowns. He needed 121 yards on seven receptions. So, as you can see... Hilton is the man in Indy now that Reggie Wayne is out, and don't expect that to change, especially since Hayward Bay can't seem to keep his hands on the ball. Uh. The Rams should have a so-so secondary, so Hilton should be doing just fine. Gut calls. Kobe Fleener. We talked about him last week as well. You know, as predicted, Fleener had a pretty good game. You know, he comes in as a gut call because he has the 11th most points last week, and Gronk is on bye. So that bumps him up. Fleener will be up against a defense that has given up the second fewest points to tight ends. So you, he might have his work cut off for him at least a little bit, but you need to hope that luck targets him in the end zone. That's what you're hoping for. Always. Bench warmers, Trent Richardson, who did not practice today, by the way, just FYI. Uh, but while Trent is still the starter for the Browns, sorry, yeah. still the starter for the Colts, he gets almost as many touches. So the problem is that neither of them do much with it. Both, you know, both had five points or fewer, which isn't great. Grand, they are up against a terrible defense in terms of defending the rush, but one would have to believe that you've got a better option here because between splitting the ball between Donald Brown and Trent Richardson, you just don't know what's going to happen. You're not going to get many points. I'm going to go Colts. Colts. Rams, baby. I hate the Colts. I'm over you. I'm never going to vote for you to win. (laughs) Go Rams. (laughs) This is going to be my Jets of the week right here. All right, guys, make sure you listen to us on Blog Talk Radio, brought to you by National Gridiron Network and at HerFantasyFootball.com. We love, love, love you guys. Oh, I also love, love, love this matchup. (laughs) (laughs) Oakland Raiders at New York Giants. Game of the week. Game of the week. Here it is. Game of the week. So painful. Play them if you got them. None. (laughs) Just saying. But if McFadden is out, Jennings is a good play. I would say that he's a must-start. Uh, yeah. But we're not sure if McFadden's completely out yet. So who knows? Um, because of that, McFadden went out in the second quarter last week with a hamstring, hamstring injury, which he had previous in, in week four against the Redskins. So I'm not loving that. I'm not loving that at all. Although Jennings had 102 yards and a touchdown when he came in for the majority yeah. of the carries afterwards. So that's great. Hence why I would say that Jennings is a must start if McFadden's not in. The Giants give up the 11th fewest fantasy points to running backs, but come on, it's the Giants. So, and it's the Raiders. They got to score somehow. Yeah. Do I'll, they? I'll, well, maybe Do not. They? Maybe not. This might be a winner winning game with just a field goal. I was like zero to three. Has zero anyone three. gone into overtime zero zero? <laughs> we could make history this week. I don't know. We could. I don't know. This could be good. With all the turnovers, they just can't seem to get it together. Oh, this man. could be another fantasy orgy in a sloppy defensive way where it's just turnover <laughs> central. No, I told you to play Oakland last week against Philadelphia, and that was a mistake, and I am sorry. I will not do that to you again. I didn't even mention them. I'm so upset. Anyways, Daenerys Moore and Rod Streeter. Hey, I told you, Rod Streeter, listen to me. They both had over 80 yards. Streeter had over 90 yards last week, and with a quarterback being the 
uh, kind of unknown right now. It doesn't give me a lot of hope for them this week, but if Pryor's in, you know, I think they're both okay starts against uh, the Giants. And, you know, the Giants are going to be focusing more on Moore, so I almost think Streeter is a better play than Moore. Mm. But that's only if you're really desperate, people. <gasps> Try not to play anybody for the Oakland Raiders, including Terrell Pryor, who I have on the bench. He is day-to-day status right now, which I do not like, seeing how he is a running quarterback. Having a knee injury is not going to help you in fantasy, my friends. Better no. runner than Ponder? <laughs> I know, right? And Locker. And Locker? Uh, yeah, well, he, did, he did not have a 96-yard touchdown last week. He gave us less than 17 points in the last two weeks. So unless you have RG3, do not start this guy. What I'm about the Giants? generous with the Giants, and I'm going to say that Victor Cruz is a must-start. You bumped him back up, did you? Back <sighs> to your rant last last time i don't well but he's he's your wide receiver too though yeah i mean you still have to start him but you're not loving it you know last week he caught uh what was the week before the bye against philadelphia he caught seven passes for 86 yards still hasn't had a touchdown since week one um yeah got calls andre brown is coming back this is interesting remember when everyone else was all hyped up about andre brown in the preseason and then yeah. he broke his leg. Yeah. Well, supposedly he's 110%. It feels great. I don't love that the guy had a broken leg. That's a personal <laughs> issue. I just kind of feel like running backs are running and running involves legs. But supposedly he's great. So, um, listen, if you're desperate, you start him. And here's the good news. He's the goal line back. So they, they said they're going to ease him in. But even if they ease him in, it might be like Jimmy Graham. Like they barely use them unless they're going to get a touchdown. In the red zone. Yeah. yeah. So that's okay. That's did you just bad. compare Andre Brown to Jimmy Graham? She did. Oof. No, Lucas. not really. <laughs> I compared team usage. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. It's Jimmy Graham. He has no comparison. Okay. Uh, also gut calls Peyton Hillis because they are going to be easing in Andre Brown. They're going to need someone to get it down the field. I think they like him, and I kind of like him. So I like him. Yeah. I mean, he rushed for 70 yards last week, got three passes for 15 yards. That's kind of fancy. It's kind of fancy. Uh, bench warmers, Eli Manning. I wrote, damn, he's terrible. <laughs> uh, he just, I'm going to be buying Brandon Eli Manning jersey oh, for Christmas. Christmas. I just, I can't take it because so many people, millions of people live in New York City. So you know that millions of people picked up Eli Manning as their fantasy quarterback just out of, you know, I love New York. I love Eli. He averages 12.06 points per game. That is the 37th out of all of the quarterbacks. That's right. There are people averaging more points per game than him, more than there are teams in the league. Stop it. That's my new thing. Stop it. Your hatred for him. Who's your picks, ladies? I'm going Raiders. to Giants. Oh. 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 Cordy's got a deciding vote. <laughs> I'm going Giants. <gasps> yeah. Giants. That's right. The Raiders are awful. Have you seen the Giants? 
Yeah, they're really bad, too. I'm really excited to watch this game. <laughs> Slash do my laundry. Yeah, exactly. Take a nap. Buffalo Bills at Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, here we go. Fred Jackson and CJ Spiller. Play them if you got them. Love Woo! them. Woo! CJ is back, my friends. He had 155 yards and an injury. What? He says no setbacks. His list is questionable, which we don't like that. But he seems to be playing and playing just fine. Jackson had 77 yards rushing and another 22 yards receiving. Hey. Love it. I like it. I like it. He got stuffed at the goal line a few times, which is not great for fantasy owners. But listen, they're going to be running the ball. I don't know if you know, but the quarterbacks, we don't even know who's <laughs> going to be the quarterback. So I am not too concerned about the running backs getting the ball a lot, probably until they puke. With that said, I'm putting Stevie Johnson on gut calls. He only had 4.6 points last week. You know, that's not great. He rushed for 10 yards. Um, with a quarterback situation being as it is, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Robert Woods and Marquise Goodwin are injured. Uh, you know, this is going to be – everybody's going to be gained up on Stevie, so I don't like it. I don't like it at all. So if you have to play him, you have to play him, but you're definitely going to bench all the quarterbacks. Enough <laughs> said about Buffalo. I actually love Buffalo. <laughs> I like I, I kind of like I love Buffalo really because I love Fred Jackson and I love CJ Spiller. They're both amazing. Yeah. And their their quarterbacks are just coming in and getting it done. They're like, whatever. I know I'm like the eighth backup that's been here. It's just it's unbelievable. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, you start him. Hello. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I just feel like Running backs are ugly. You just have to start them. There's not much else to say. Got calls. Ben Roethlisberger. This is what's going on, people. Let me just give you the lay of the land for Pittsburgh because I think this is going to be actually the best fantasy analysis. Their defense is really bad. Yeah. And they're constantly behind. So they throw the ball all the time. So Ben Roethlisberger's his points have really picked up over the last few weeks. Um, listen, last week, 400 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, he rushed for negative one yard. I just love that. <laughs> Read option, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, listen, he could be awesome against Buffalo. Or he could not be. I, I don't know. This team is really, really tough. And I think that Tomlin is seriously going to lose his mind before the end. He's going to, I don't know. It's just terrifying. Um, also, gut calls, like what an actual gut call is, the wide receiver situation. Okay, Kotchery has been the number one receiver on the team three weeks. Miller, one week. That's right, their tight end, who's not good. And then Sanders, four weeks. Antonio Brown has never been the highest receiver, but he has the highest average points at 11.3. So he's actually the guy that you want to start. But the other guys are going to blow up. One of them, you just have to guess. Yeah. It's not something I prefer. Um, because Sanders has been the highest scorer four times, but he still only averages 7.9 points per game. That's not good. That means when he's not the blo one blowing up, he's getting, like, two points. Damn, so I know it. Yes. So, you know, it's up to you. It's a good call, like, in the purest sense. And then don't play Heath Miller, you guys. Um, 
he's he's just not a big part of the offense this year in the ways that you want him to be. He's more blocking and like a safety net for Ben because they're having troubles. Um, and for that, I'm picking the Bills. Boom. Boom. I'm going, I'm going Bills too. Me as well. Me as well. Spiller Jackson love making this week. Love I'm liking making. it. Love making on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Sorry, we got a little too far. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Woo. Uh, scratch that. Edit. Edit. Cincinnati <laughs> nope, Bengals at Baltimore Ravens. Andy Dalton, guys. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You are yelling that he only got six points last week and threw for three interceptions. And we told you that he was going to be great. Who <laughs> didn't? Well, he should have been great. Some things we can't predict. Like Foles going on a throwing rampage. Like if he didn't throw seven touchdowns, he'd get killed off in a Hunger Games kind of performance. I mean, it was nuts. As was Andy Dalton's performance. Crazy bad. He's up against a subpar defense and keeping quarterbacks at bay this week, though, so look for him to bounce back. People always tend to play better against a rival as well, so I expect Dalton to do okay here. AJ Green, we have a ranked number two. You know, Even though a lackluster performance by the Bengals, Green was still able to get 128 yards off 11 receptions. You know, Overall, he was targeted 19 times. And that's the kind of you know quantity that you want to see out of a you know, out of a wide receiver. So, and the Ravens secondary has actually been pretty mediocre. So AJ Green should be just fine, you know? And I'd like to say that this, let's hope that this is actually the fifth game in a row with over a hundred yards. Cause right now he's got four games in a row with over a hundred. And I think this week could definitely be another week where he gets over a hundred yards. So AJ Green, you got to play him. Bengals defense guys. I like them a lot this week. You know, it seems wrong to start a defense against the Super Bowl champs, but facts are facts here, you know, and the Bengals defense is better than average, and the Ravens have given up the 12th most points to defenses this year. The Bengals are the fourth best defense this season, so I expect them to score more than eight points that the other defenses have averaged against them. So Bengals are a good start. Do it. Got calls. Giovanni Bernard. He had a killer week last week. You know, the kind of week that we've been hoping to see from him. He got you 21 points from 79 yards rushing had on just nine carries and found his way into the end zone twice. Sadly, he's in the gut calls, though, because he did leave the game with a rib injury and is listed as questionable. So just check his stats before you put him in the lineup. He's basically the number one guy, but check for his injury. But with that, you know, Green Ellis, guys, he still was able to get 72 yards rushing, even with Bernard doing really, really well. So Not bad. Right? I mean, and his stocks could have greatly rise if Bernard isn't able to play. So keep him in mind as a good flex option. I like I like both of these guys. Bench warmers, Bengals tight ends. We haven't talked about them for weeks, and there's a reason for that. <laughs> nice. I like it. Let's talk about the let's talk about the Baltimore Ravens. I was about to say the Flacco's. Um uh, play him if you got him. I don't have anybody. I have no one. Cincinnati's tough defense, and even though they have a player out, it's awesome. I just, the Ravens are not awesome. Joe Flacco, we ranked him low this week, even though he had 20.5 points last week against Cleveland because he's Flacco, and he's inconsistent. I do not like him. Mm-mm. He can't no. do it two times in a row. No, Sorry. he can't. No, he can't. Just like a Super Bowl. It's not going to happen. 
We have Tori Smith and Marlon Brown. Low, is, low. Oh, sorry, that was mean. <laughs> I have his gut calls as well. Uh, you know, Smith can't get out of coverage lately, and it's kind of sad. You know, Brown had a big last week. He also had 2.2 points the week before. So there you go. You're kind of throwing your hat up in the air trying to pick out which one's going to have a game, if any of them. So I know we're I'm being hard on them, but, you know, it's going to be tough. tough it's going to be tough. Bench warmers, Ray Rice. Who are you? Ugh, I'm Mario. Mm. And Cincinnati gives up the fifth fewest points to running backs. So your bench this week, my friend. Three point eight points is just not going to cut it. Dallas Clark. I don't even want to talk about you. You had one target last week for fourteen yards against Cleveland. Ew. Ew. <laughs> I don't even like ranking him. Mm. He upsets me. Let's talk about Ray Rice. I put him in the thirties. Yeah, and he deserved it. brutal. He deserved it. It was embarrassing. It all was embarrassing. With that said, I'm going Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going Bengals. Courtney actually bagels. wrote me, Ashley, you forgot to do your pick for the Bengals Ravens game. And I wanted to respond back, no, actually, I didn't forget. I just couldn't make up my mind. So I looked at like. <laughs> And I couldn't, but uh, I really don't want to choose this one, but I'm going to go Bengals, I guess. Bengals. Oh, did I bully you into it? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I wanted to just leave it blank and see if I can get away with it and not have to make a pick on this one. She's Aww. obsessed with Harbaugh. Oh, well, yeah, you're going to have to rub his shoulders next week because this is not going to be the week they win. <laughs> Gladly. We got the Carolina Panthers at San Francisco 49ers. Cammy Cam. Cammy Cam. Cam. Cam, Cam, Cam. Yeah, one passing touchdown, one rushing touchdown. This is how this guy rolls, and this is how you're rolling with him. You're welcome. Start the guy. Carolina defense. I hope you listened to me. I hope you played them last week because, again, 19 points. Stop it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now you're telling me. But they're playing at San Francisco. Yeah, Who cares? I know. Who cares? I, I'm, I'm sort of high on the Panthers. And I'm hmm. not high on anything else, so that's all I'm going to tell you. I was going to say. Team beast mode is what I'm calling it. They're kind of cool. I'm kind of into it. Um, Mike Tolbert is in the gut calls. Now you're saying, but, but Brandon, why did you put Mike Tolbert in the gut calls and then D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart in the benchwarming section? Well, I'll tell you why. A, for the last four weeks, the guy's been the number one scorer on the team out of all the running backs. And he's the goal line guy. And no matter who else is on the field, he gets the touchdowns. That's what happened last week. That's what will happen next week if there is a rushing touchdown. You're welcome. D'Angelo Williams has only had one touchdown all year. Think about that. Um, speaking of bench warmers, D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart, they're virtually the same player. They're like one player split in two. And they have the exact same stats. Let me read this to you. So... Stewart, 43 yards rushing, 22 yards receiving. Williams, 42 yards rushing, 12 yards receiving. Literally, literally, that's what they were. Almost exactly the same. It was crazy town. So listen, they're on the do not play list. Stop it. Like, that's useless for you. That's six points. Anyway. Don't do it. That's all I have to say. All right. None of their wide receivers are worth anything they none of them average over eight points a game none of them nice i know i have two of them 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that hurt me. I know, I know. And I played Steve Smith over the foul, Brandon, because you told me to. Sorry. And he got another point more than, than Smith did. So, anyways, One, we got Vernon yeah. Davis. Play him if you got him. Hey, we have him ranked number three. Love it. We're gonna play him. Nice. <laughs> I'm sorry. You always play him, even if he's playing against Carolina. And Carolina gives up the 17 most fantasy points to tight ends anyway, so he's in. Frank like Gore. It. Frank Gore coming off a bye. We know how I love my running backs. Now Ray Rice did do us dirty. So I'm going to have to rethink this, but hopefully Frank Gore will not fall into that category. I'm playing him. Got calls calling Kaepernick. Kaepernick had one great game, followed by five bad games. The last two weeks before his bye have been over 20 points. So this is all things to be thinking about, okay? Carolina gives up the fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. That's scary, all right? Mm. The hot streak might be over. We'll see. But that's why I'm putting him in gut calls. We have him ranked number 12, which kind of puts him on the cuff. Hopefully you have a better option that's a little bit more consistent. Bench warmers, Bolden, as usual. Mm, you're sad. You're a very sad, sad person. Brandon, who are you picking? I'm picking San Francisco. Only because they're at home and they'll find a weird way to win. But I like the Panthers. That was a terrible I'm, answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Cam Cam. I'm going to go with the uh, Panthers. Cam Cam. Okay. You know, I had written down here the 49ers, but I think I'm changing my name to little Cam Cam. I think the Cam Cams are going to pull it out. Cam yep. Cam. Cam Cam's pulling it out. Houston Texans at Arizona Cardinals. Case Keenum, my friends. Hot. Goodness. You cannot deny that Keenum was oozing energy last week. And his team was feeding off it. Granted, they lost the game. But A, you don't care about that. And B, their head coach collapsed during halftime, which kind of obviously put mm. kind of a little bit of a funk there. So, I mean, Keenum had the third highest points of all quarterbacks with 28. And he had zero interceptions and three touchdowns. That's great numbers. That's what you want to see. Andre Johnson, welcome back, buddy. Nice to see you again. Yeah. Johnson was on fire. Seriously, the most points of any wide receiver. He had 40 points. I'll take that. I mean, he was targeted 13 times. He caught nine, went for 229 yards. Oh, yeah, and three touchdowns. Yeah, that's what you want to see. Now, granted, the Cardinals do give up the six fewest points to wide receivers. Don't be expecting 40 points, but expect double-digit performances now that Keenum, you know, and he have found some chemistry. Gut calls... Really look at your running back situation, guys. You got Arian Foster and Ben Tate. Arian Foster came in for like a play and then basically left mm. off the field. So for people that started him, very disappointing week. And Ben Tate's not exactly healthy either. I mean, he says he's going to be playing next week, but he did say he's having trouble breathing and laughing after the game. He does have four broken ribs. So Ugh. dicey. You don't need dicey. to breathe. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe consider DeAndre Hopkins. Um, if you have buy, I don't. I don't love him, but you may have some bye week woes, so he's not a terrible option to look at. Garrett Graham is also someone that you might want to consider. He only scored four points last week, but that is, you know, not great. But it is the defense that is the worst in the league in terms of allowing points at tight end. So if you're going to play him, this is the week. And then Texans D is also a gut call for me. They only scored eight six points, which isn't terrible, but they will be up against a team that's given up the ninth most points to defenses. So. It's a possibility. I don't have anybody glaringly on the bench this week, guys. I'm pretty, I'm pretty high on Houston right now. And I'm a little high on the Cardinals. 
Uh, Andre Ellington, let me jog your memory. In week eight, he had 150 yards rushing and a touchdown. Boom. Boom. Love him. Hopefully you picked him up when we told you to, because he's awesome. If you need a fantasy jolt, he's your guy. Uh, in the gut calls section, ugh, those wide receivers. And I'll tell you why they're in the gut calls section. Because of my bench warmers section, Carson Palmer. You guys, everybody, please look at who's on your roster. You're wasting roster spots on people. He has less. He averages less than 11 points per game, and he's owned by 34% of leagues. Pick up Casey Keenum, for crying out loud. Case Keenum. Right, come on, Case. you guys. Come on. Um, play him if you got him, though, Arizona defense. I'm a little nervous saying that because I actually think Case Keenum's pretty good. But they are high-ranked. They are great. They're great defense. So there's someone to consider. However, you know what? Because of that defense, I'm going to Arizona. Good for you, Brandon. Good for you. Thanks, Biggest mistake. Dad. I'm going Texans. They looked yeah. good last week. They deserved to win last week. And I am all in on the Texans. And aggressive. Oh, I'm going. man. Yeah, I know. She liked it. I'm going Texans, too. I thought they were going to win, you guys. I thought all the crazy picks I made, all my I'm on drugs picks last week, were going to win. St. Louis Rams looked great, too, last week, guys. I'm picking well, them again this week. I love it. Go Houston. Dallas Cowboys at New Orleans Saints. Great. This is Fantasy Orgy Part 2. This one's classy. It's French, so it's only slightly sloppy. Mm-hmm. Play him if you got him. Tony Romo. Yeah, you definitely want to play Tony Romo. I don't know why we're discussing it. Play him. He can come back to bed with you. It's fine. Come back to bed, honey. 337 yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception. We all make mistakes, and he always makes mistakes. And that's just the way it is. Uh, Des Bryant, you know, it was an okay game last week. You would have loved a touchdown, but, you know, he's a star. You start him. Dan Bailey, listen, the Cowboys are going to score. They're going to have to keep scoring to keep up with New Orleans. That's a lot of kicking. Play the guy. Jason Witten. Thanks for coming back. It's so hard to stay mad at you. Uh, caught eight passes, 102 yards, one touchdown. Love it. Got calls. I'm kind of demoting Terrence Williams because he made me cross. But you're probably starting him, let's not lie. And <laughs> <laughs> bench warmers, though, listen, no one on that team seems to be able to run the ball. Stop playing them. Just stop. So You're welcome. Stop. And then the Dallas defense, you just don't play a defense against New Orleans unless it's the Jets. I like yeah, it. Exa- exactly. Yeah. You know, I don't even like talking about must starts for the Seattles because it's like, duh, Drew Brees, obviously. He threw 385 yards and two touchdowns last week. I mean, he did have two interceptions, but the man gave you almost 20 points. You play him. Right. Jimmy Cram. I'm sorry. I don't care if he's in every single snap or not. He had 116 yards and two touchdowns. Hello. 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 <laughs> I'm just saying, Dallas gives up the second most fantasy points to tight ends. I have a hard time saying start anybody else on the New Orleans Saints because this is going to be one crazy game of some Graham Breeze lovemaking going on in the field. Brandon has both of them, and I believe I'm playing against her this week, so I'm expecting to lose. A big, big L in my Whatever. Uh, she has Stafford and Megatron. She's just being modest. Stop. It's true. It's true. It's true. And Chris Johnson. And I, I don't know what happened, but he's pretty good, too. Um, Pierre Thomas. I haven't got calls. We have him ranked number 23rd. Um, you know, Dallas defense is kind of bad. So 
I say play him. Sproles went out early in last week's game. They haven't really been using him as much as they used to. Um, so I'm liking I'm liking Thomas. Unfortunately, it should be a shootout. So uh, it's not going to be tons and tons of points for Thomas, but they like throwing him the ball too. So there you go. Lance Moore and Kenny Stills. Oof. 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 I haven't made gun calls. It is. It's really tough. Um, I'm sorry. I can't really help you in this situation. You got to talk to Breeze because he likes to throw to Graham and then Graham and then maybe a wide receiver. I don't know. It's not good. It's not good. Um, Bench, I don't really have anyone in particular because, you know, Breeze likes to switch it up occasionally. So with that said, I'm going with the Saints. I'm sorry I went against you last week, but I was right. Anyways, going Saints. Yeah, I'm going to go New Orleans because I got embarrassed last week. And I think they're going to punish the Cowboys. Although the Cowboys are better than people think. Just putting it up. Yeah, I don't think they're going to punish it. I think the Saints will win, but I don't think they're going to punish the Cowboys, per se. High-scoring well, game, huh? Yeah, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. It's going to be a good fantasy. Part deux. Part deux. Uh, another probably pretty high-scoring game. The Denver Broncos the San Diego Chargers. Yeah. <sighs> Play them if you got them. All of the Broncos. I don't know. Let's start with Peyton Manning. <laughs> we have him ranked number one. You got to play him. I mean, he's had only two games under 20 points. One game over 30 points and one game over 40 points. Sorry. Must start. Wes Welker, Demarius Thomas, Eric Decker. You really can't go wrong. We have him ranked eighth. Fourth and fourteenth. Hello, this tree of wide receivers is unstoppable. <laughs> You're playing all of them. San Diego gives up the seventh most points to wide receivers. <laughs> okay, moving on. No, Sean Marino. We have him ranked number nine. Um, he's gonna be really good. He had 19.2 <laughs> points the week before. Bye. I mean, I I don't know where to say. He's gonna be really good. It's I love good. running backs coming off a of bye. Play him. Matt Prater. I don't care who he's playing against. I don't care if there's a better kicker out there. I'm ranking him number one every week. Broncos score points, just like the Cowboys, and he's going to score points as well. You're going to play him. First time, hopefully the last time, I'm putting Julius Thomas in gut calls simply because he's questionable. Make sure you keep watching what's going on with him. Hopefully he's playing. If he's playing, he is a must-start, people. There's only... Four, five good tight ends that are great, and he's one of them. So you're playing him. Denver's defense came back. They were kind of sneaky, huh? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, we got him ranked number 10. You might be playing him this week against Mr. Rivers, who likes to throw interceptions. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason I ranked the defense 10 this week is because they're playing against Rivers. I mean, where Phillip Rivers is, interceptions follow. So the good news is that he throws for a ton of yards. This 341 to be exact last week and throws for touchdowns as well. He had two touchdowns last week, which helped him get you 18 points. I like him. It's a divisional matchup. I think it's going to be a shootout. You got to play Phillip. Keenan Allen, guys. Love him. Hey, love him. Love right? him. Welcome to my starting roster. He had three double-digit weeks out of the last four games that he has played. Wait, you're starting him, Ashley? No, I don't have him. Okay, good. You guys can play him. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, Philip has to throw to somebody, and Allen is the guy. He had 18 points last week, then he was on a bye, then a measly six, but then he had 16 and 17 points. This is great news. You've got to play this guy. And the Broncos' secondary is terrible. Terrible. So Keenan Allen's going to do well. And with that, Eddie Royal might do well, too. I mean, he had a nice week. He had 56 yards and a touchdown. So, I mean, you can score on the Broncos. 
everyone knows that you can score on them. So Royal might be able to find the end zone again, making it three weeks in a row. So I don't like him as much as Allen, but I still think he's a viable option. Antonio Gates. He's in my gut calls. Let me explain this. He had an okay week against the Redskins, who are just an okay defending tight ends. And the Broncos are slightly worse, so expect slightly better numbers than last week. He is the seventh highest scoring tight end overall thus far this season. You probably will need to play him, but I don't. it's not a super, super great matchup. Danny Woodhead. Also, my gut checks. He had a pretty decent week last week, scoring nine points, with the Broncos' defense being not super great defending the rush or the pass, for that matter. This could be a nice little matchup for Woodhead, as he can offer both the pass and the catch option. If you're in so, PPR league, he's still what, still back Still one. great, yeah. Um, so it's... But the def- like Broncos defense comes out of nowhere sometimes and like makes weird stops. So I definitely like Woodhead more than I like Ryan Matthews. I could tell you that because you're back on my bench, Matthews. <laughs> One might argue that he had two back-to-back 100-yard performances and perhaps last week was, you know, the out of the norm and that you could expect him to bounce back and you would be wrong. You are going with history on this one and he is historically bad. You're back <laughs> on my bench. And Chargers, we don't even need to mention that you don't ever play a defense playing the Broncos, period. You don't do it. They give up the most points. I mean, sorry, they get the fewest points to defenses, so you don't start them. I'm going to go Broncos, guys. Peyton set some time to rest up those ankles, and uh, I'm hoping that they're going to win for coach. Did you see that um, he said that pretty much for the rest of the season he's going to be on the injury report for body? <laughs> body? <laughs> yeah. That's what Peyton said at a press conference. Oh, yeah, it should be for old much. age. That's what he yeah. said. Yeah. Body. Just body. Everything, really. Uh, yeah, I'm going Broncos. 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 Heck, yeah. Yeah. We're going Broncos. All right, now this one's a little tougher, guys. We have the Miami Dolphins and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Monday night. Pretty exciting. Miami Dolphins, Miss Congeniality, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a really tough week for them, I think. I don't know. Who knows? Sometimes teams come out and are crazy when stuff like this happens, um, but it is the Dolphins. So I have nobody as a must start. Got calls, I have Lamar Miller. You know, Without half of your offensive line, I don't know how much this guy can produce. He had 105 yards rushing, 24 yards receiving last week against the Bengals, which is great. Uh, But he also did have a fumble, which is not so great. But I'm I'm worried about him. I'm afraid that it's not going to be his week to produce big numbers for you. Uh, Mike Wallace. Wallace had 82 yards receiving last week against Cincinnati. Not great, but not bad. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, um, it's a really hard team for me to cover now. I don't like cheering for any of them, to be honest. And therefore everybody else is on the bench. This is going to be a very emotional game for both teams. And, uh, it's going to be a little scary. I don't know if it's going to be scary, good or scary, bad. Yeah. It does make you feel icky, right? It does. You're just kind of like, I don't know. Um, the good news is that Tampa Bay is the slightly less creepy team. Barely. Playing. Barely. <laughs> barely, though. All that Freeman stuff was crazy, too. Yeah. Graciano is like, thank you, Dolphins. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, thank you. Maybe there won't be billboards dedicated to my being fired. Mm, Maybe. There still should be. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, Mike James, 
Hubba hubba. Right? Am I right? Ladies? Yeah. Ladies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm looking for responses all night tonight. It's really bad. <laughs> Clearly, my self-esteem is wrapped around the wrong things. Um, yeah. Listen, does your running back throw a pass midair for a touchdown? If the answer is no, then you don't own Mike James. That's what he Mike did, you James. guys. Did you see it? it? So, it was so fun, yeah. The it guy was on the, so on the ground. Fun. Yeah. This guy is just, I mean, I can't. He's so adorable. He rushed for 150, 58 yards. He caught two balls for eight yards. He passed for two yards and a touchdown. You know, why not? That's one versatile guy. You start this guy. Congratulations, Mike James. Uh, on a side note, Doug Martin might come back. If you're looking for eight-point fantasy games, um, he's coming back for you. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do, you guys. That might be an interesting drama. Vincent Jackson. Okay, we're looking for a bounce-back game here. I think I said this last week, and then third time, we're done. (laughs) So that's really all I'm going to say. The good news is that, once again, Glennon was good, guys. So watch out. Got calls. Mike Glennon. Why are people sleeping on this guy? Seriously. he looks like he's 12. He does. See, I don't uh, think he looks like he's 12. I think he looks like a scream mask. A scream That's mask? Mean. Uh, that's mean. No, no, no. He just has like a very oddly shaped head. And that's okay. Listen, I have a weird shaped head. And so oh, I him think and AP need to hang out, huh? Yeah. Right? Actually, yeah, together, they, they would be really great. They would really even <laughs> each other out. Um, anyway, he's fabulous. I don't understand why no one's talking about this, especially since all these quarterbacks are getting hurt. I don't understand why people aren't talking about a guy who has yet to go under 15 fantasy points in his last four starts. Why would you play him when you can play Seneca Wallace, Brennan? Right. (laughs) Right. Or why are you owning Carson Palmer? Yeah. And this guy's only 13% owned. Pick him up. Crazy. Pick him up. I'm sorry. I just I, get get it together, people. Get it together. And that's against like Seattle, Carolina. I mean, come, anyway. Um, Tim Wright also not going away, people. He's not going away. He um, he caught four passes for 58 yards and a touchdown. And the Dolphins give up the third most fantasy points to tight ends. They love him, and he's only 13% owned as well. I'm giving you sleepers here, people. Pick them up. Um, bench warmers, and this is, I have a mission here, and it's called pay attention to your kickers. You are wasting fantasy points, wasting them. Ryan Lindell, uh, stop it. Drop these people, you guys. His fantasy points are half of Stephen Guskowski's on the season. Half. Yeah. Um, so anyway, make sure to check your available players. And if you if the following people are available, pick them up. Guskowski, Folk, even though he's on a bye, he's in the top five kickers. Crosby, Prater, Bailey, Hauschka, Suckup, Vinatieri, and Hartley. Write it down. Pick one of those guys up. We just gave you extra points for your fantasy team every week. My pick Buccaneers because I just can't cheer for Miami right now. That's right. I'm picking Tampa Bay out of principle. You know, the Bucks have to win at some point, guys. And it's been really close a lot of weeks. I really think this close. is the week. This is the week. They should have beat Bucks. Seattle. They should have beat Seattle. That I was rooting for it. Ugh. Ugh. 
I wasn't, but still, they have to win. And let's go, let's do it against Miami, right, people? <laughs> Man, somebody's got to beat them, right? I guess that's all they've been asking for all week is to get a little beat up here. So here we go. Beat them up, Tampa Bay. This is going to be a great week of football. Here we go. Make sure you set your lineups. Thursday night game, Washington Redskins and Minnesota Dolphins. You got any of those guys? Make sure Minnesota they're Minnesota Vikings? I'm sorry. I Minnesota Vikings. I have Dolphins <laughs> written down. Woo! We're Dolphins obsessed this season. We're uh, Dolphins podcast. obsessed right now. Like wow. everybody else is. Uh, make sure to check us out on Blog Talk Radio, brought to you by National Gridiron Network, and on HerFantasyFootball.com for our rankings, news, and much more. We also write for Cover32.com, so you can go check us out over there as well. Chat us up on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. Until next week, no more faking it. <laughs>